Welcome to Paid in Puke, a podcast where three women with names discuss movies that are about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. On today's episode of Paid in Puke, no one will laugh at you for joining us to examine Brian De Palma's iconic 1976 horror film, Carrie, based on the novel by Stephen King. Also today on Paid in Puke, it's an episode-long segment of Keggers with Kids, as we're joined by 12-year-old Lucy Green. You blow it tonight, girl, and it's Keggers with Kids all next year. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White. The girl no one likes. Oh, sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Help the silly woman see the sin of her days and ways. Show her. And if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date for the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie... It will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <coughs> Carrie. <coughs> a new film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. Well, how do we how do we start talking about Carrie? That's a hard one. <laughs> Carrie's one of my favorite movies, and I watched it a bazillion times, like, growing up way younger than Lucy. I finally let Lucy watch it. She's 12 and a half. <laughs> we have Lucy here. Well, I don't know. Carrie was really good. Um, I'd say, like, by far the scariest scene for me was when she was walking up the stairs and there were candles everywhere, and, like, you knew the mom was somewhere and you knew something scary was going to happen, but you couldn't quite tell what, and it was, like, after the really intense scene, and it was, like... Yeah, there was a lot of suspense, and that was probably like by far the scariest for me. Yeah, especially when you could see her behind the oh, door. Oh, that was terrifying. That was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that mom is so crazy. This like definitely the first time I've watched it after having kids. I think not the first time as an adult, but I'm like, wow, this movie is really sad. It yeah. rang much sadder to me as an adult and as a parent, especially when she. When she took a bath at the end, oh, I thought yeah. that was so sad when she just got home from the terrible proms. I mean, it was just and so then sad. She the mom. I know, oh, and yeah. she just wanted her mom after all that. She just comes home like they did laugh at me. God, that is heartbreaking. And the very beginning, too. That's crazy to me. Imagine getting your period and you did not know what yeah. that was. I know that's a thing that there are people who don't tell their daughters to expect something like that and can you just imagine how scary that yeah. would be that you're all of a sudden bleeding from your vagina and you don't know that that's a normal thing it was not very realistic well yeah i mean i was gonna say how true is it because was it really up to parents back then to tell their kids when did they start doing it in school is what i wanted to know because if you were a kid who went to public school 
from my time, you know, the eight, the early 80s at least, by then there was mandatory sex education. You were all ushered into a room and fifth grade, I think it was for us. Did they split up the boys? They split up the boys and girls, yeah. And then afterwards everyone was like, what are they telling you? I feel like yeah. that was a yeah. pretty new thing. It was a new. When I, when I was in sixth grade, 1984. Okay, yeah. It seemed like, like they would have like heard something about it. Especially, like, by, like, high school, at least from, like, other girls. Why do you have all these pads? What is that for? Right. I mean, it's believable because Carrie is Mm -hmm. such an outcast anyway. Yeah, I guess that's the implication is that they must not have had in-school sex education. And then she's had no friends to talk to. I mean, she must have had no friends at all. Right. And I think even if they did, there's always the option for parents to opt out, I think. That's true. They can have religious reasons. Yeah. I wonder if Carrie would have been homeschooled, like, in the (laughs) present day. Her mother struck me as somebody that, like, I don't trust the government to teach my kid what would she be teaching i mean it wouldn't she wouldn't get any education at all she would just be like reading the bible all day long it's truly terrifying yeah her mom is very scary she was and i don't get even how the mom thinks all sex is bad even if you're married she basically is just a straight up biblical misogynist eve was the first sinner and it's all eve's fault and women are just inherently evil I mean, right. she's just internalized biblical misogyny to a terrifying degree. Yeah. You aren't even Bible thumpers saying it's okay to have sex when you're married. So not only is it okay, but it's your it's duty to... She said, I should have, like, sacrificed you. She had an abortion, but sacrificial and after you gave birth? There's definitely confusing things like that in the Bible, where God's like, well, you should kill your kids if I tell you to. The Bible is very conflicting, and there's all kinds of horrible things in there. So if she, like, follows the Bible to the letter, who knows what kind right. of person that yeah. creates, you know? I mean, yeah, because you really can't, because there's yeah. so much contradictory Yeah. There. And I think she's supposed to also just be kind of crazy. Oh, how's weird yeah. because she focuses on the smells of things. Yeah. <laughs> the boys smell the blood. The boys. Yes, the boys. After the blood comes the boys, like sniffing dogs, grinning and slobbering and trying to find out where that smell comes from. Where the smell is, that smell. I heard the whiskey smell on her husband's breath. Maybe she has she some like, super smell powers. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, like her smell senses are so heightened that it's, it's driven her insane. You could see in the book that the telekinesis <laughs> Carrie had, it said that it was genetic, which means that like throughout her family, someone may have also had that, and I wonder if there's, like, some story there, because that's kind of interesting. I was going to ask if anyone had read the book. So you've read the book, Lucy? I have. No, not the book. The book she, like, gets. Oh, the book that, oh, wow. I noticed that it said that it was genetic, and I thought that was pretty interesting. That is very interesting. Good eagle eye. I actually was wondering about the backstory, if there was more backstory in the book. Because for some reason there was, like, some inkling that I had that that her mom, like, slept with a demon or something, but then I was like, I'm probably just getting confused with Rosemary's Baby or any other, (laughs) any one of a million movies. And I know that there's also a Stephen King thing, too, where he kind of connects his worlds together. Oh. What did she have sex with like the guy from the stand or something like that? I meant to research that but I didn't. I know you mentioned off mic about old timey Googling library situation. Oh, right. oh, yeah. <laughs> like she does so much work just to find the definition of one word. I know. <laughs> I'm watching it with Lucy that was like one of the first things we had to explain is what a card <laughs> What's and going on here? Like, that's how you used to have to look yeah. 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 Like, One slide thing that felt crazy to me was it's like, yeah, if you burn like this whole file, that's all there was, and now it's gone. Yeah, she like looks it up in the card catalog and then she has to find the corresponding book. And it's just such a very long scene of her doing that that they would now in a movie today take care of in one 20 second Google. It wasn't a movie today. It's like the drama of the scene which be she Googled it and then she gets down like this whole trap of like, what's this crazy thing that happened to someone with telekinesis? Like, Wait, what's this? Like, I feel like that would have been if it was online. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she 
the internet k-hole or what is it is that what it's called the <laughs> 10 hours later i'm what am i even looking at anymore i forget what i started looking like googling <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't watched it for a long time. I remembered the gym teacher as being like a really nice person. <laughs> but then like teachers are very bad. Like I they know. I mean she just but really had no She slaps Oh my god, she's so violent and so mean, and she tells that one girl that she hopes she chokes to death on her gum. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> she would have been fired so many times over, she would never have worked with children again. I mean, it's crazy, but then everybody, the principal too. <laughs> yeah, her name right, my god. Oh my god, it was like, see, English teacher with oh, Tommy's yeah. poem and oh, nobody says oh anything and then Carrie says it's beautiful and the teacher totally mocks oh her. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah! It was like the whole town. Like Carrie yeah, was just was, like this joke and like, yeah, they were just so mean to her. There was like sort of a redeeming moment like when they're at the prom and the teacher comes and talks to her a little bit. Too little too late there. I don't know why I, I sort yeah. of remembered that woman as like a nice yeah. adult figure. She's like the person who like is nice to Carrie and she's like the person who like actually got mad at them for being mean to her. Right. But it's like yeah, but she's also kind of crazy too. So that's probably the nicest adult in the movie. Yeah. She slaps Carrie and then later she's like, I get it. I wanted to shake her too, but we just can't go around doing that. But we can slap them. Right. <laughs> How many times did we someone slap someone to make them calm down? I know. That was that was definitely a trope that you don't see anymore, but it was for I mean, I know. And to have a woman do it too. It traditionally it's a man being like, Oh, you're you hysterical woman. <laughs> calm down. I know. How does that make someone calm down? <laughs> I've got slapped a couple times by my mom and uh it just drove me into a blind rage. I mean, it makes you more angry and more irrational, I think. My mom experimented with various ways to deal with me and that one did not work. I'm glad the slapping didn't take. Yeah, well I slapped her back like the second time she did it and she was like, okay, let's not do this anymore. I mean, she got like full on beaten when she was a kid, so... Uh, so I wonder how much of that in movies was from real life. People really like just beating the crap out of each other all the time. Chris, like the mean girl, John Travolta. Yes! Oh my god! He, he, was, Crazy. he was like slapping her around all the time too. I know what you like about me. Yes, don't you touch No! Done shit! I thought I told you never to call me that. You know, you are totally fucked up. That's it. You really are, I know that. I'm convinced. Like, I didn't remember that part. I guess I just didn't seem odd to me when I watched it as a kid. Or it's just one of those things that you gloss over. Because I was telling Amy off mic, actually. I think I watched Carrie before I'd ever been in a car with somebody to make out with them. You know, I just, I so I thought, I don't know how old I was when I first saw this movie, but. Uh, when he's like, you're crazy. I really think that. I'm like, how did you yeah. tell her? She's being so stupid. Yeah. She's totally coming on to him. And then, you stupid chick, get off me. Just thought of, of Kate Capshaw and Indiana Jones. In the Temple oh, of Doom? Didn't you didn't see that? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? That whole scene, that was another like pre-romance thing that sort of shaped my idea of grown-up romance where they're she's just slapping him and then they're kissing and then they're just like mad at each other. Wait, and the Temple of Doom? That, that's the one where they're in the, India. The heart. Thing. Yeah. It's the middle one. Oh, well, it's the second one. I don't know. Oh, we'll we'll pretend that the fourth one never happened. It's the middle one, but it, <laughs> it's the second one. Yes, I did see that one. And she's just kind of a hysterical yeah, woman weird. trope in that movie. She's just constantly yeah. screaming and fainting, yeah. and that's very upsetting. But then their whole romance is also very confusing for kids who have never yeah. <laughs> been in a relationship. You're like, is this? She yeah. was like the worst one and the weirdest one. She was directed to behave that way. She was written that way. Everyone was like, yeah. Kate Capshaw, what a shrew. But I'm pretty sure that that 
wasn't her idea. That's how romance was depicted at that time. When you're having a volatile relationship, you just slap each other right. and then kiss and then slap and I'm then kiss. What? What do we do with that? Also, the scene when they went to get the pig's blood was just a really strange scene. Very strange. I'd forgotten that they murder the pigs themselves. It's just the idea that that would be like a hilarious prank. It seemed like they thought it would be hilarious and clearly like the whole prom was like laughing. The logistics of the, you went and slaughtered a pig yeah. and drained its and like, blood. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's they funny. Went to a lot of it. I mean, I don't know how yeah. how much of the whole prom was actually laughing because I think that yeah. some of that was in her head because oh, the teacher they show the they show the gym teacher not laughing and then they show Carrie's point of view and she is laughing. Oh, so I think she yeah. kind of but maybe but some people were laughing. I just, it's <laughs> only really the mean yeah. girl. Like yeah. AJ Souls is definitely laughing the normal with yeah. the like yeah. the mm -hmm. Shut up. Hot probs is on. Oh shit! Yeah. Weird, especially I think she how no one noticed this thing, and then after it fell, how the dude, how they both just stood there, and then the guy got like hit in the head with it. It's like, dude, that was swinging for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that scene is yeah. really, really drawn out. Like how how long uh, she yeah, waits yeah. to pull the rope. That's a very satisfying mm -hmm. moment when she makes her car roll mm -hmm. over like that. Just Although like, I wondered about that too. That's a hot prop for me because oh. it's on fire before it swerves. <laughs> A weird order for things yeah. to happen and why is it on fire her powers i don't understand completely somehow she can make things explode i know the house burns down because it's full of candles but she's also able to make like electrical things short in the very right. beginning oh, yeah, that was i thought crazy. it was so weird how no one acknowledged like oh yeah the ashtray just ran with all oh yeah the light bulb just exploded i mean i think the thing like with the ashtray and the light bulb i think sometimes with the movie that has a supernatural element <laughs> you're supposed to just yeah. accept like this is the universe where this supernatural exists I forget what it's called like the there's the three styles also three supernatural things where it's like one is mundane fantastic do you know what i'm talking about no uh, like magical realism uh -huh. is one, mundane fantastic or urban fantasy and the differences are mundane fantastic is the muppets there's all these yeah. creatures that just live in and reacts like that's funny so i yep. don't know i just think yeah. i you're just supposed to <laughs> sort of accept oh this is the a world where there's things yeah. happen in the supernatural world. when the mirror shatters that was like just cool especially when the mom walked in mm -hmm. i thought i thought well it was gonna happens like the mom realizes the mirror shattered and she gets really mad but like the mom didn't even notice the mirror yeah that was weird really yeah she didn't seem to notice it but she heard something she heard i know that's really funny she came in she's like oh everything looks fine does it though maybe she was in a little bit of denial for a while just maybe the slightest bit because she seemed like she was always looking for a reason to get mad at carrie which that part's very real to me because <laughs> my mom seemed to be always looking for a reason to be mad at me she was also very religious, not to the degree that her mom is, but like that part where she's having her recite Bible verses and be like, repeat this part over and over again. Like that part was very real to me. Yeah, that was so yeah. hard to see her getting like pushed into the closet. Yeah. Like just. Oh. I did not have to go to a closet, but I did have to go to my room and then I would have to say the rosary as punishment with my mom being very mad and saying it with me. That really resonated with me. The whole interactions between Carrie's mom and then don't remember her name, but the um, the person who was nice, their mom. Sue's mom. Yeah. Snell. Mrs. Snell. <laughs> Mrs. Snell, I think, also has one of the strangest lines in the movie. <laughs> at the end when she's talking on the phone. Well, he said that she's young enough so that she'll forget all about it in time. That's one of my that's one of my hot problems. Yeah, Cuz I was like what? <laughs> I forgot about the time at the prom when everybody at my high school yeah. died. <laughs> it's like people who have a normal time remember. Yeah, if she forgets it it's because she's repressing it and it's a problem and it's something she hasn't dealt with and she's waking up screaming. I know what is that line? <laughs> Doctors in movies in the 70s were the worst. Oh, and then she didn't let she didn't let Sue go to the funerals, and that was right, another thing too that I was like, eh? it's like you're like the yeah. only person who survived this event. Yeah. Does she not even get to go to Tommy's? Well, yeah, funeral? like it didn't like, happen if you don't right. go to the funeral. I mean, that part is like, somewhat believable. I believe that someone would do that, not that mm -hmm. they could go to 
a funeral. That seems more a product of the 70s. Mental health in the 70s was like, let's pretend that didn't happen. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not like, let's process it. Yes. <laughs> you take any amount of drugs and brain surgery necessary to forget this traumatic thing that happened to you. <laughs> right, yeah. She might get a lobotomy. Yeah. 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 She seemed like fairly authentically like a kind person. I mean, yeah. the kindest one in the movie. She was a, relatively kind for and, sure. Yeah. And, like, and it's almost like, yeah, her life is going to be. She'll really... forget all about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's young she's enough that she'll, she'll forget about yeah, it in time. She's <laughs> I know. Yeah. Pretty sure we four me- lasting memories by four. Like imagine, she like, forget all like, about 30 it. Thirty years later, and the mom's telling her, "Do you know when you were in high school? Like, what happened at prom? What? No, I, I forgot all about, about that. that. Like, yes, everybody in your school died at the prom, <laughs> including your boyfriend. It's like before anything actually happens at the prom, people are like, "This is the night you're always going to remember." After right. everyone mm-hmm. dies, now you'll forget all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People remember their prom anyway. That is like a night to remember. That's a whole thing about the prom. And then it's like, you'll remember your prom. Oh, unless everyone dies. No, that's just such a weird line. They didn't, they just didn't have to have it in there. I don't know why it was so strange. Themes to proms are so like, I remember our prom was at like a a retirement community, but like a rec area. The theme was like a night in Paris. And it was like, they tried to make it look like Paris in this like rec room it was kind of funny like just like the street lamps and the Eiffel Tower it was cute but it was also like a little cheesy at the same time I remember there was like a prom committee and some guy really wanted it to be Mortal Prombat it's like a a really popular game I love that I might have gone to the prom that's hilarious <laughs> with a little bat bats everywhere dressed in martial arts outfits yeah, that would have been, been very cool. cute you'll never guess but i didn't go to the prom <laughs> yeah i also didn't go to yeah <laughs> goth kids don't want to go to the prom and no one wants goth kids to go to the prom and it works out for everybody if yeah, we don't go we're all the same page. zero regrets about that yeah I doubt that the mean kids in my school would have had the commitment to do something like that, though. That was so much planning. I don't think those kids planned anything as well in their whole lives right. as they did that last yeah. thing that they ever did. Yeah. <laughs> what a great cag. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been anything, too. Why did it have to be the blood of a freshly killed pig? Yeah, I know. That is a weird detail. Yeah. Could have been pudding or anything. Like, literally yeah. anything that's... Even Chips water, yeah, like I mean, yeah, literally pig blood. <laughs> yeah, an interesting choice. Like not even like fake blood. It also it feels so unlikely that the blood would actually land on her. Like it's like this probably wouldn't actually. Yeah, it landed blood. square on yeah, her. It was true. like perfectly lined not up. Like, <laughs> How do these idiots? Really he got a little bit, but yeah. 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 How did these idiots get yeah. such perfect engineering <laughs> for this prank? I felt for Sue, she saw it, yeah. the slow motion part of like, she knows like, something bad is going to happen and she's yeah. trying to tell the gym teacher. Again, the like, gym teacher. And again, the gym teacher pushes her out of the gym. You look back at the team's like, oh, thank goodness she got kicked out because otherwise she would have died. But if she didn't get kicked out, she could have stopped it. So, yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, watching the bucket just shake yeah. and it was just like, oh, the, the no, this is where no one's coming. Yeah, that, that whole school was just really strange. Like when Carrie didn't have to go to PE for a while, even though it didn't feel like it made sense that she didn't have to go to PE when her real issue was that she got bullied by the classmates. It kind, it made sense, but it also kind of didn't. But also how she didn't have to go to PE. But then there was no one really making her go to whatever she was supposed to go, and she just mm. kind of walked around. Yeah, I think they said you have, like, study hall or something um, instead of PE. She goes to PE anyway and stands outside yeah. the window. I kind of <laughs> feel like that's a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing, but that you can get out of PE for having your period when you're... Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, I feel like that was definitely a thing. Yeah. I remember, what was the movie? I think it was Legally Blonde, where she was like... Sorry, I like failed this thing. I was on my period. I don't know what was Oh, it? clueless. Yeah, she says for clueless. being late. I was riding the crimson wave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it can be very debilitating for people. I mean, I feel like it was more that adults were so, especially if it's if it's a male gym teacher, were so mm-hmm. uncomfortable with the whole topic. Like, I have a period. I can't go. Yeah. All right, go, go. <laughs> like, Just don't talk about it anymore. Just get out of here with your smelly, smelly vagina. <laughs> I was wondering what that smelled like. <laughs> there was another hot driving prop where when they're, when they're obvious green screen driving, you hear a swerving sound, and then after you hear the sound, John Travolta lightly turns the wheel a little bit and is like, oh, shit. The absolute worst driving acting I've ever seen. It's so terrible. It just really stands out because the rest of the movie is, I mean, there's definitely like a camp element to all Brian De Palma, but that's just very, what what is going on here? Why didn't you just take that again? When Chris is going down on Billy, she obviously overdubs saying Billy because her mouth is not full at all. (laughs) She's just very clearly saying, oh, Billy, I hate Carrie. Billy. Billy, I hate Carrie White. Yeah. But he's acting like it's happening. This is not good like, overdubbing. Yeah, she's talking a lot for yeah. <laughs> speaking very clearly. Very clearly. Yeah. And then Billy does a pretty racist voice when he's filling the blood bucket. We's doing the best we can. We really are, boss. Those are all my props, though. It's not a realistic portrayal of a first period. Right. That's true. That's a lot of blood. Oh, also, it's so expensive to throw... I know! (laughs) Just for a joke, really? You're going to throw that many tampons at her? And that they all had so many on hand? Like, in a middle school bathroom, it is like... Oh, yeah, there's pads on the shelf, and then pads right there, and there's tampons there. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think in a locker room, it's like their lockers are just filled. Yeah. (laughs) They did have them just right within reach. It's not really a hot prop, but... I really like Amy Irving in this movie. I mean, you said that she didn't... Have yeah. a bigger career. I feel like she has this real haunting look to her. Yeah, she is really good. I looked her up because I thought she was so good, and I was surprised to see that she really wasn't in much else that I'd seen. Well, I think the thing with her is she was married to Steven Spielberg, and then um, they, at the time that they like split up, she, it was like at the time mm-hmm. the biggest settlement anyone ever got in a divorce or something, something crazy okay. like that. So one, she was a need to work, but then also I think it was a little bit, it was ugly, and people kind yeah. of had to... If they had to side with someone, they were going to side with the powerful of course. producer, director, and yeah, not the yeah. sort of B-list actor. So she probably got a little bit blacklisted because I of it. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it was kind of twofold. Like, she had enough money, she definitely didn't need to work again, yeah. and then also it was just too yeah. hard to work because nobody... Yeah wanted to exist. That's always the story, isn't it? I mean, when is the last time we've mentioned any actress and said, I wonder what happened to her, and then... (laughs) And it's not like some terrible... (laughs) Oh, it was... Yeah, exactly. She was punished for being a woman. Oh, I should have guessed. (laughs) What a twist. That's why it's interesting to me, like, how some women manage to shake the home record tag. Like, Angelina Jolie has never been able to shake that, whereas someone like Kate Capshaw, like... There's someone else that's a big one. I can't think of it, but... Oh, um, Rita Wilson. Tom Hanks left his first nobody wife for Rita Wilson, and it's like, that's fine. Everyone embraced her, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is fun, because obviously he's been with her for so long, it wasn't like a... I think it's fine, too. I just, I guess it's more on behalf of Angelina Jolie. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Why wasn't it fine? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, then they had six kids together. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it was one of those where the gossip sites really had it right. Like, when Brad and Jen were still together, it was like, oh, Brad really wants to have kids. Yeah. She really just wants a career. And then then they split up and he had six kids or something. So, okay. Yeah. Let him go. Like, they wanted different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or also, why is it on her? Why is it on him? Exactly. I mean, I don't really believe that, like, Homewrecker is a thing like if anything if anyone's wrecking the home it's the person who's (laughs) cheating on their significant other right (laughs) yeah yeah exactly but i do always feel for laura dern of course she was (laughs) billy bob she did it with billy bob and laura dern on the other hand laura dern is probably way better off (laughs) Because gross. <laughs> what was, what was that? I love her quote about that. How she's like, I was doing a movie when I, while I was gone, my boyfriend got married. And yeah. Never heard from him again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so messed up. But yeah, that's I definitely blame Billy Bob in that situation. Okay. <laughs> 
Angelina Jolie just fell in love with Billy Bob for whatever reason. Yeah. Why, I don't know. Exactly. That movie yeah. was terrible. I think it was Pushing Tin with him <laughs> and John Cusack. Yeah. It was just a bad movie. <laughs> That's all I knew about that. I didn't know Laura Dern was involved. They were yeah. together for a long time. I think they were engaged. I think so. Yeah. So if anything, Angelina Jolie did her a favor. Dodged yeah. a bullet on that one. <laughs> Ugh. He's just so unappealing. I do not... I don't get it. Why do so many beautiful women... What is it about him? <laughs> right. Maybe he was the Pete Davidson. <laughs> I know. Oh. Even Pete Davidson is so much more charming to me than, than Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Ugh. He just, like... I mean, he looks like he would be clammy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would just be unpleasant to touch. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I'm all about a musk. A musky man. But, like... <laughs> It's not musk that I've, I get from him. I get a moldy yeah. <laughs> mildew is what is coming off of Billy Bob when I look at him. But I don't know. If I ever meet Lord Dern, I'm going to be like, what is it about him? I must I know. Still <laughs> yeah. What's the tea on Billy Bob? <laughs> she would spill it, I Yeah. I've got a lot of things to ask Lord Dern. <laughs> How much time do you have, lady? But I didn't want to just mention the song that... <laughs> that the band is playing in the gym. It's a, really, the lyrics are hilarious. It's like teenage rapscallions. Isn't it crazy how we set off bombs in the toilet? And isn't it great being a teenager? Also, it felt very unrealistic that they just went like, oh, yeah, um, also last minute, I want to be in the prom committee. Oh, and I don't care about it at all. But, oh, I need to be in charge of making sure um, who wins. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're definitely not rigging this. this. Specific thing. They wouldn't just let someone do that. They're like, no, you're gonna rig who wins. Oh, and that kid yeah. was like so entitled too. Like, cause yeah. I remember he's telling the te- the teachers like, okay, well, I'm gonna need you to be here at six. Oh, no, yeah. Okay. And the kid's like, well, I'll be there at eight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Why would like, you have to get there two hours early? Yeah. yeah. Like, collect ballots. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was what? kind of on his side just on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kind of get the the vibe of like those popular kids, like you know, how in small towns, like, the popular kids and the their parents are like kind of running the town almost. Yeah. I, I got the vibe that that's what that group was, and like right. the way he's like telling the teacher, like, "Oh, I'm gonna be there later." Yeah. John Travolta's like drinking beers and you know driving his car, and, and just like, yeah, that's no big deal. There's a cop right there. It just seems like they're kids that can get away with anything somehow. Yeah. Like that yeah. seemed very real to me. It also seemed pretty unrealistic that so many people snuck into prom. When they weren't allowed to, it just felt very weird. Like how yeah. the people. I don't know how high the security yeah, is. I, I don't know. Just like the way they snuck in, like didn't feel very realistic. Especially like getting like how they got under the stage. No one saw her just like peeking out <laughs> under the. Oh okay, yeah, the shot of Chris and she's like licking her lips, it, like she's getting ready to do it. And it's like <laughs> wow, she's really into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a very sick way. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty crazy plan that they that she was very committed to. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess Billy was committed too. I know. I like yeah. that it's all weird. It's like kitchen that. implements. Yeah. Some yeah. yeah. of the knives are like really flimsy. Or, or, yeah. Well, yeah. They're prop prop knives. Yeah. Prop knives are generally like rubber. The practical effects aren't completely on point, but it fits with the tone of the movie, I think. Next call. Seeing the mom in Halloween costume. It was a very good uh, Halloween costume. It is very easy to do Carrie as a Halloween costume. Yeah, I kind of look like her. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That is kind of your thing, is just to always be redhead of some kind. I mean, Mandy is not... Mandy probably is a natural redhead, though, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You also really nailed the dress for that I mean, I just bought a pink slip at Valley Village, so it was... It was pretty easy one. Well, what did you use Bye. for blood? She just used, like, fake blood. Yeah, some fake blood, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt 
Because movie blood it. is terrible oh, and yeah, uncomfortable. And uh, actually Carrie, well Carrie, Sissy Spacek was so committed to the continuity of that that she slept in the blood. Yeah. Wow. Which I feel like is so hardcore because movie blood is really sticky and awful. Yeah, isn't it like syrup basically? I, I think it definitely back then it was. Yeah. Did they use chocolate syrup? They use chocolate syrup in black and white movies. They use Kara syrup in color movies. The Blood in Psycho is chocolate syrup. I forgot Mm -hmm. that Edie McClurg was in it. This is Pool from uh, Gallery. Oh, wow. That's right. I always remember she's in that movie because one time I was watching that movie late teens with a bunch of my friends, like guy friends in Jersey. There were two people. I remember the names, Matt Regala and Steve Caffaro. We're having an argument. Like every time they show her, one of them like, that's Mrs. Pool. And the other was like, that's not Mrs. Pool. (laughs) But the whole time we're watching it, every time. That is not a problem we would have anymore, is it? <laughs> right, we had to wait to the credits and then see if the name sounded familiar. <laughs> yeah, and then wait for Valerie to come on and right. cross-check. Right. It took a lot longer to do things back then. The girl with the red hat, she oh, was yeah. just always... I don't know. She's was such a bitch. She was. I didn't make a lot of notes because it's really dark when I watch it, but I did write down PJ Soul's bitch. Yeah, yeah she's all she's Norma. Like, she's like the bully sidekick. Like in a lot of those movies with the mean girl, there's the other mean girl that's sort of like the mean girl. Just kind of like lasts along with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heather, why can't you just be a friend? Why are you such a mega bitch? And she just always had that red hat in the scenes, and I'm like, yeah, that's that girl. (laughs) Yeah. That That one crazy scene where the dude, that that was just kind of funny with the beer, and it's like, he kept saying, it's like, oh, but also it was like, really? That scene, that scene itself was so crazy, though. In the car? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that scene is so crazy, and then in the end, when she starts going down on him and says, I hate Carrie White, like, why does she hate Carrie so much? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? Because she's an outcast and you bully her? But why right. do you hate her? Even the opening scene, it's so poignant. What are, are they playing volleyball in the gym? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Carrie messes up and Chris, right? Yeah. yeah. The, mm-hmm. And she yells at her, eat shit, you know. She, and then and then they show Carrie just showering off. Like, she looks so placid yeah. and yeah. calm and happy. You know, like, she just kind of rolls off her back. Like, you know, it's just so... It's just another day in gym class. Right. I mean, she looks like kind of has this very serene look on her face. Yeah, that's a classic Brian De Palma shower scene. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Dress to Kill, no, but no. Uh, he's yeah, that's kind of a signature Brian De Palma. Yeah. Women just really getting into it in the yeah. shower with the soft music right before something really traumatic happens. Uh, I don't know how many Brian De Palma movies I've seen. He's got so many movies. I really uh, uh, love his crazy Saturday. stuff. Yeah, well, that's the best one. <laughs> I think for my money, that's my favorite Brian De Palma oh, movie. Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, it's... I kind of remember that movie. It's it's also incredibly bonkers. Musical written by Paul Williams. He's the guy who wrote The Muppets. He wrote a lot of stuff, but... And Bugsy Malone. And Bugsy Malone. Yeah. And it's based on Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I've got to look that up. Yeah. It is worth watching. I could lend it to you. I own it. (laughs) Did Brian Rahm also do Blowout? Yes, and, mm-hmm. and that was that, after, right? yeah, but that's with Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. That's right. He was such a baby. He was a little teeny baby. Movie. It was his first movie role, yeah, his hair was like... and he was 22. Nancy Allen, who played Chris, was 26. Nancy Allen was also in Dress to Kill, so oh, okay. you should see, you should see Dress to Kill. It's pretty bonkers. Right, yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely one of his more bonkers movies. And it starts with a shower scene. I looked up everyone's ages. Cause How old was Amy Irving? Everyone seems the same age. Uh, 23. And <laughs> William Cat was 25. Tom, wow. That's Tommy Ross. And oh, so, I know who William Cat is. Well, but I don't know if our <laughs> listeners know them. <laughs> I just want to say for the record that I'm assuming we have listeners and they might not all know who William Cat is. How he is so Mrs. cute. <laughs> I didn't look her up. <laughs> She's eternally, she's eternally 35, yeah, 35, 40. Maybe she has a Laura Dern. She definitely has yeah, Laura Dern disease. She does have the exact Mrs. Pool face. Yeah. <laughs> and Piper Laurie was 44. Yikes. 
unhappy. <laughs> well, you know, you dress younger. <laughs> her outfits aren't doing her any favors, her flowy caftan. And Sissy Spacek was the oldest of the teenagers at 27. Really? Yeah. Oh. 27? Yeah. Oh and she kind of looks the youngest. Yeah, she totally looks young. Yeah. So Coal Miner's daughter, she did that after Carrie? Yeah, or like that was like early 80s. So oh. She looked really I young in that one. Bad Lance too. was probably before Carrie. Um, I know they make, they remade Carrie with Julianne Moore as the mom. And Chloe yeah. I did yeah, watch that. Scary. I kind of want to see it, but kind of don't at the same time, because I don't think it could be as It was good. not very yeah, good. Okay. I only watched it because it was Chloe Grace Moretz, who's a pretty good young actress. And she was fine, but it just didn't need to happen. It was not necessary. And what's so great about this movie is the Brian De Palma direction. He's an interesting filmmaker. I don't always love his movies, but I always appreciate what he's trying to do with them. He's got that one two-shot in the classroom with Tommy in the front and Carrie in the back. Mm -hmm. It's just a really interesting way to shoot a scene, you know? Like normally you'd have the camera further back, but this one you can see both of them, but it's also really close up and you can see their faces and you can still see the the classroom dynamic of her being behind him in the classroom. That was a pretty like cool scene. Yeah, he does. And then he always has that split screen. He always does split screen. That scene in the classroom and the the teacher is being an asshole. The teacher was like, And then Billy's like, you suck. And then the teacher's like, what'd you say? And he's like, Sadasha. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever Carrie, like, did something kind of crazy, they had, like, this really, it felt like a very, like, common horror movie sound effect. I love that. Like, the yeah. shrieking in the Yes. He admitted that he stole that from Psycho. He's just like, it was the perfect sound for what I needed. He's like, I know I was stealing it and everyone's going to notice, but it's what I wanted, so I, I did it. The scene where the guys are shopping for tuxedos. I saw this movie on TV a bunch before I ever watched it. Mm-hmm. Not on TV, I guess. Not edited for television. I always thought that was like a weird little glitch. Mm-hmm. You know when they it speeds up how they're talking? Like, yeah. How do you know? Do you ever put on a tuxedo? I don't have a tuxedo body. It is. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know what he's going for exactly right. with that, but I like that he was trying something. Yeah. That yeah, was like an odd moment of like levity. Right. Prom excitement yeah. montage. I like that too, that it's yeah. the guys getting ready because it's yeah. always the opposite. Like you're all getting ready. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Guys yeah. Deciding how they want to dress. Yeah. Right. Or I also want to say, I don't have a body for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't have a tuxedo body. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Everybody right. does. Right, but I, I mean, you wouldn't think twice if a woman said yeah. about anything at all. Like, I don't have the body for pajamas, you know? <laughs> Bikini <laughs> body, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how the movie would change if it were directed by a woman, but I do like Brian De Palma's shtick. It's also a good question. Is this a feminist movie? Yeah. What does this movie say about womanhood? It's hard to know, like, what exactly is this movie? Like, what's yeah. the message of this movie or what is it trying to say? But I think you can definitely see it as it's about society's fear of female sexuality, mm-hmm. you know, or the power of female mm-hmm. sexuality or just the power of womanhood. I mean, it's so interesting. Not just womanhood, but being othered, you know, being mm-hmm. a, an outcast. Why did everyone hate her so much? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She had such a shitty upbringing, but she yeah. was perfectly nice. Yeah. She never bothered anyone, and, and also, like, like there was a knew about how crazy her mom was. Like, yeah, the teacher was like, and there was no, there was like, no hey, sympathy yeah, for her for that. I'm not surprised, but stop being so weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't. I literally cannot stop being weird. Big casting too. Yeah, Sierra is like kind of creepy looking and mousy wallflower, but also has such a special beauty to her. Yeah, she definitely was deglammed for a long time, and then when she yeah. goes to the prom, she truly does look effervescent, and her hair is so pretty. But, like she really started to blossom you know she decided she's going to the prom and she's telling her mom yeah when she like no mom we're not gonna talk about it and it's like yeah go carry you know i'm going mama things are gonna change around here I love how Dwight says she knocks her mom on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll be home later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I guess that's when her mom, why her mom decided she had to kill her, because yeah. she's like, oh, she's getting some agency. We can't let this happen. Yeah. The mom, did she just always have the knife in the, like, there, or did she just put it there? 
Because when she grabs the knife, it's like in like the floorboard. Was that always there? Yeah, I think she hid it there because she planned to murder yeah. Carrie that night. I think she'd set it all up while she was at the prom. She had a lot of time. That was a lot. She did. She I lit all those candles. Yeah. My mom had that many candles. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> they weren't just like, oh, I went out and bought like a Costco. If she was anything like my mom, and I, I feel like she was, she accumulated them over time, <laughs> over many years. I'm at the grocery store again. I need more candles. The mom is like, I'm married and I have a child, but that's a sin. But I can kill my child. <laughs> right. No, yeah. like, actually, I'll just stab it. Just stab it. What was the story she was telling Carrie about, like, what happened to her dad? And Carrie's like, no, mama, she, he left, he left you for <laughs> another woman. Yeah. That's Satan's power. It's nothing to do with Satan, mama. It's me. Me. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. He ended your father and carried him off. He ran away, mama. The devil tempted him. He ran away with a woman, Mama. Everybody knows that. She clearly had this alternate reality yeah. of everything that had happened yeah. and was really sticking to that lie. And she had this idea of Carrie being evil, and then, of course, she had, like, confirmation bias. <laughs> when Carrie has telekinesis, she's like, See, I knew you were evil this whole time. <laughs> Hyper Lori, wow, she's just epic in this. Yeah. I've already started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of Mopey Dick, if you know what I mean. I feel like all my favorite lines are Piper Lori lines. I, know, right? I mean, I can see your dirty pillows. And I, yeah, know. I can see your dirty pillows. Everyone will. Breasts, Mama. They're called breasts. And every woman has them. The end of her story, where she did, she's like, and I liked it. I'll smell the whiskey on his breath. And he took me. He took me. With the stink of the filthy roadhouse whiskey on his breath. And I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, that was a great... Yeah. When she's dying, she's basically having an orgasm. the thing of how even once they were married it was a let's sleep in separate beds and resist yeah. temptation why i know but also if she had just gotten over that everything would have been so different yeah, it would have been yeah and just let herself enjoy boning her husband for me when john travolta says keep your tits on <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed that i also wrote down his you're crazier than a son of a bitch <laughs> you're crazier than a son of a bitch <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> you can say, you can choke on it for all I care to a student if you're a teacher. Spit out that gum. Where will I put it, Miss Collins? You can choke on it for all I care. Just get it out of your mouth. All my favorite lines were pretty much Piper Lori lines. Like, uh, <laughs> they're all going to laugh at you. Just uh -huh. she said it, it's like, yeah. they're all going to laugh at you. He's going to laugh at you. No, they're all going to laugh at you. And then it calls back later when she's at the prom and she's freaking out. Before like the movie started, the little like before you click start on like the DVD or whatever it was, it was like kept playing that and you could not tell what it said. Oh really? <laughs> That's funny. I watched it on Netflix, so I didn't have the DVD menu. Also, I like the exchange with her and Mrs. Snell, and she's like, "We live in godless times." <laughs> yes. Like, I'll drink to that. <laughs> yes. Read the room, Mrs. Snell. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Snell. Drinking much yeah. soap operas, watching her stories. Oh, Margaret White is here. It's those two women and what kind of days they have. Margaret White is just walking around proselytizing to her neighbors, and Mrs. Snell is just day drinking. Day drinking. Yep. Yeah. That's life as a housewife. Yeah.
It checks out. Which one are you, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. <laughs> what else does a suicide need, huh? Now, if you'll excuse me. It was a really cool parallel at the end when she, like, makes the car swerve. It looked a lot like in the beginning with mm -hmm. the bicycle. I thought that was yes. a really cool parallel. Yeah, when she... Oh, yeah, nice. The first parts with, like, when she, like, freaked out and got her period, and then she made the bicycle swerve. looked a lot like when, like, the blood was poured on her, and then when she, mm -hmm. like, killed the people in the car. <laughs> now that I'm looking into it, the, like, the first part of the movie is a, just, like, the second part. Even when she goes back and the mom is being crazy, it looks like a lot of the scene is very similar to the very last scene. Right. Mm -hmm. I also love how when the mom gets it in him and she, with all the mm -hmm. eyes and mm -hmm. her head. Yeah, she she's like, like St. Sebastian. Just, yeah, it's yeah. St. Sebastian, actually. Oh, it yeah. It's not Jesus. It's not Jesus. Yeah, she looks yeah. 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 Oh, wow. No, I, I looked it up. <laughs> she does have a Jesus picture in her room that's very creepy, though. We had that picture in my childhood home, and then I brought it with me to college, and then I had it in my like, house for a long time because it was just so disturbing. It's a thing. It's St. Veronica's handkerchief, oh. which is supposedly the impression of Jesus' face when she wipes his face when he's on the cross. His perfect image appeared on her handkerchief and it's also an optical illusion where his eyes look closed but if you look at it long enough you can see them open Whoa. and that part really works i don't know how optical optical illusions work so yeah i would have it i always, always put it in the bathroom i would put it like above the toilet and then so like mostly men were like what the fuck is that thing in your bathroom because they would always be looking at it while they were peeing and she had that in her house but then the statue in her closet is saint sebastian so what's who was died he died got he got arrowed to death. Carrie's in her room and she's looking in the mirror and it's like hanging from the Yes, you can see exactly. Oh, yeah, That's that right. It's really creepy. Mm -hmm. It is very creepy. <laughs> that was a really good movie. Everyone in that movie was just so crazy. I can't name someone in that movie who wasn't at least a little crazy. I mean, do you feel like Sue is crazy? No, Sue. She's pretty normal. Sue seems like pretty normal. And Tommy, too. Yeah, I guess. Tommy. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty nice, I guess, for popular kids, yeah, right? right? They're not. I mean, they, like they go out on quite a limb yeah. to help Carrie. I did feel weird with like how people would blame Tommy for everything. It's like Tommy like is doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, you want me to take? Okay, yes, I will take care of him. He's, he's just doing, doing what he's told. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was another thing with the gym teacher. The scene, the scene where she yeah. sits Sue and Tommy yeah. down, and she's right. like, "What are you doing?" Well, I thought that was I mean, not that weird because Carrie tells her, Tommy asked me to prom and it's obviously a trick. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that because I, I was bullied in school and if any of the popular kids had said, I want to be your friend suddenly, I would have been like, what? <laughs> no, you don't. This is, what's the catch here? I thought that was very realistic, and then the teacher being like, yeah, why are you doing this? And then getting the story that they really are trying to help. Tommy's like, um, yeah, because my girlfriend told me. It's really Sue being like, you're doing this, and him being like, okay, oh. sure. Oh, this is a funny little factoid that Betty Buckley said in interviews that she played Miss Collins as a lesbian. Oh, <laughs> like, I see it, yeah. Uh, wait, which one's Miss Collins? Oh, the gym. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. cool. I don't know if I don't particularly that. see it. <laughs> like, what does that mean? When does I that come up? She has a real lesbian look to her, kind of. Mm. I don't know why. I just always, just Betty Buckley in general. Maybe yeah. she's like, I play everybody as a lesbian. Yeah. That's just. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> I know that makes me want to watch it just through that lens. Because what year is that movie? Nineteen seventy-six. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-six idea of a lesbian. That's, yeah. Already, that's a lot to unpack. From someone yeah. who isn't, I believe, right. isn't a lesbian. <laughs> Well, how does she think that informs this right. gym teacher character? I think mean, I just think that because she's a gym teacher, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, that is definitely is quite the stereotype. It, so this is what's called a lunchtime poll. The lunchtime poll question today is, what would you use your telekinesis for? <laughs> I would, like, try and make a living out of it. Like, I'm like, look, I can make stuff fly. How can I, like, make this my job? Because ah. I can make stuff, like, move. Mm -hmm. So you would try to figure out a way to monetize it. Yeah. <laughs> Which as like a performer or no. Maybe like Or like what kind of company yeah, would be able to like utilize this? Sort of Eco friendly delivery. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Either like delivery or like yeah, maybe like as if like, look, I can make that thing move and then everyone would think it's fake. It's like, but it's not fake. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Depends on like how 
like intense the telekinesis is because right. like in some movies it's like oh yeah they can fly and in some it's like I made a light bulb explode. She doesn't really get much of a chance to use yeah, it for right. useful things. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have the power for very long before everything comes crashing down, but... It would also be just very convenient. Like, oh, yeah, there's something up it. Nope, now mm-hmm. it's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably use it like for like some practical, I don't know, moving cars away to yeah. get through traffic or something. <laughs> 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 it causes me a lot of stress. You can make your car fly over oh, the traffic. Oh, that maybe. would be yeah, even better. Way. Yeah. Because it also depends, like, are, is this, like, easy for you? Are you like, yep, now my house is floating? Or is it like, <sighs> I made this cup lift. That is a good question, like what the extent of her powers are, because she can make hoses float, but what's what's the limit? It's a crazy fit of anger. Mm -hmm. It's not like, like this hose floats like, now this hose floats. That's true, too, yeah. It's associated with rage. You don't see her use it like calmly. It's like she's having a flare up. (laughs) Which, that makes it. Telekinesis is acting up. Yeah. (laughs) That makes it convenient because it feels like it only works when like you're just overcome with rage. Mm -hmm. If that were the case, you can't really control it. But maybe she would have been able to learn to control it if she'd had time. If she'd been able to find some special school or something. (laughs) It starts when she gets her period. Is that the idea? The implication? But, well, wait, is the kid yeah. off the... Yeah, That's after so. she got her yeah, period, yeah. Right, right, right. That's a special yeah. cameo by Cameron De Palma, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it's a little kid. But the voice is uh, was Betty Buckley. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. When I think of using telekinesis is when I'm... Like in crosswalks and people don't look and people yeah. flow through yeah. a crosswalk. That's why I, I would I, I like hear the sound effect or like hey, like if you could just look at them. Like, yeah, hey, and cause like, a crack. They yeah. kind of swerve. Like, yeah, you know, just something like just not even like crash, but like, something like, scary yeah. happens so that like, they remember yeah. it yeah. <laughs> next time. Yeah. And then, and then like, because I associate her powers with rage. That's when yeah. I have the most low level rage in yeah. general is not paying attention to people. And crosswalk. I like that answer because when I was thinking about this, I wasn't thinking about it in terms of like I had to be triggered by rage. So yeah. <laughs> I might have to think of something else. Yeah. But the way she uses it really does need to be triggered by rage. Yeah, the way she uses it, it does seem to be. I was gonna say folding laundry, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not mad when I'm folding laundry. I'm just bored out of my gourd. <laughs> So I probably wouldn't be able to make it work. My idea was I would just be sitting there uh, reading while my laundry is being folded. <laughs> Just only when you're really angry, then it's like, yeah, you can't really use it very well. Just have to be angry. Right, yeah. This may be two-category answer. Like, my non-rage way would probably be, like, emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. So how conscious is it? Like, could I just do my homework without looking at it? Or would I have to be, like... (laughs) Okay, and then I move the pencil like that. Mine would be, okay, so this doesn't make me, like, rage angry, but it makes me, like, annoyed enough that maybe if I could have time to hone my powers, I could, at concerts, when tall people stand right in front of me. (laughs) What would you do? Maybe I'd, like, make their knees buckle or something so they have to go sit down. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyone tall. Because, yeah, that does make me pretty annoyed. Like, I mean, I guess I definitely get a tinge of anger when a tall person stand, like scoots right in front of me at a concert. Yeah. That's very annoying. Yeah. Like, really, this is where you've chosen to stop. <laughs> Do you have a rage answer? Yeah, I was thinking, like, with lines or, like, something like, I really liked your crosswalk one. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I have a rage answer. I need to think about it. It's definitely something traffic oriented to get me out of. I think there was something <laughs> yeah. I came up with, but I totally forgot what it was. No. See, well, I mean, I feel like your thing is like when you're upstairs yeah. going to bed, and then it's oh, I left something downstairs. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, but that would be your thing where you would make it come up the stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Or could you make Baba stay in your room? Baba <laughs> would be so freaked out if like someone made him float. He's like, that would be how yeah. you need telekinesis if you could make Bubba float. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can knock Piper Laurie onto a bed, you can probably make the cat float. I don't know. We'll just at least, like, keep him from getting up. <laughs> would Bubba then resent you? I wouldn't, like, keep him from moving, but I might, like, oh, hey, Bubba, you're sitting on the floor of my room meowing very loudly. Here, I would either, like, here, I'm moving you out of my room, or here, you are coming up here. Well, I have a... Oh. 
like a small dog, Lily, and she barks constantly anytime I take her in the car and she sees another oh. dog. She like wants to have this conversation with the other dog. It's so annoying. So if I looked in the back seat with my book and like get her to stop barking, that would be that would be key. You could it would kind of be cheating, but you could be like in sports and be like, oh. Yep, somehow the football always goes through there, yep. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah that would, that would be cheating, mm-hmm. but you could definitely use that, like, in sports or something. Yeah. That's probably how it really would be used. Yeah. 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 The yeah. thing that some people, people use, real, it would be monetized like, like crazy, or mm-hmm. it would be sports. Yeah. It, it's going to be really fun imagining that, because I feel like yeah. people do that, you know, when they're watching TV yeah. and someone's kicking a field goal, and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really Sports would be insane if everyone had telekinesis. I, I still do that when I go bowling. Like, I'll, like, oh, yeah. hold the thing, and I'll be like, this way, this way. Push it to the right. And it's gutter balls all the time. But, uh, so you don't have telekinesis. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it works, but it's not with your hand. Did you do it with the eyes? You got to do the eyes. You got to make your eyes really wide. How very. That's an element of Stephen King's uh, stories about supernatural kids in general not in Carrie but you ever see Firestarter or what I never read the book but I watched the movie a lot this little girl can start fires with her mind and she gets like kidnapped by the government basically (laughs) I think that's what would most would mostly happen I'm assuming the house catches on fire because she knocks all the candles over but yeah I really don't understand how she started the fire in the gym (laughs) where is the fire coming just loose wires that were sparking that were floating around. Like, did she tear apart some electrical work? And... It was probably yeah. some yeah. electrical, but... Hoses, like, got... Yeah. Yeah. Somehow in the lighting and maybe a spark. She did hurt people with the hose. The fire hose has a lot of pressure behind it. Actually, she literally... No, she didn't, but, like, <laughs> on the movie set, PJ Souls got injured when she oh, got yeah. hit with the fire hose. Aww. Yeah, she had a neck injury. When her, her head lolls to the side in the movie, that's a, that's when she got injured. Oh, wow. That always makes me really sad Aww. when I hear about those things because yeah. you're, like, yeah. you're watching someone actually get hurt on a movie oh, yeah. and then the director's <laughs> like, keep it in! I love it! Oh, my God. It looks so real. I feel like I could see <laughs> like an alternate reality someone like dying in the making of Carrie I mean a neck injury is pretty serious yeah. well, especially with the scene where they like light the gym on fire nowadays when you have fire in a movie yeah, like, you have all kinds of professionals yeah. and there's all kinds of measures being taken to keep people safe and there's insurance and everything but yeah I feel like in the 70s there was kind of a lawless time when people were just setting things on fire willy-nilly it's probably amazing the more people didn't die on movie sets in the 70s I watched that video that Kill Bill thing that was terrifying you think of like how many crazy stunts she was not supposed to be in that car yeah that was that was was like Harvey Weinstein's attempt to murder Uma Thurman (laughs) that was messed up that was supposed to be a stunt person. Why did they put her in the car? Harvey Weinstein was trying to murder Uma Thurman. <laughs> I'm serious God. about that. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what was happening. Because <laughs> he'd already propositioned her in a hotel room and she'd had to oh fight him off God. and everything. He was mad at her. I know. He's an evil, evil man, and I hope he goes to jail forever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, realism, Betty Buckley apparently slapped Sissy Spacek 30 times. Jesus! 30 wow. times! supposed to be a stage slap but Brian De Palma was looking for the right reaction (laughs) I know I'm just I just I feel like there needs to be a list of all the times that directors have made people slap women in movies to get the right reaction what are you looking for what does the right reaction to getting slapped look like to you why don't you let me slap you and then you do the face and then I can do it from there not like it's like a like a big thing it's like a casual thing (laughs) i know i really do feel like there's this whole sadistic side of i mean besides the obvious sadistic side of hollywood but what is it with people wanting women to be slapped for art it's a whole affliction it's so messed up woohoo that's why we love the movies, guys. I just thought of something like in the, you know how in the end where the house, yeah, it's on fire, but it kind of like gets swallowed into the ground. Well, I think she like collapses. Like she a, collapses the house too, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wondered if that was like a 
biblical thing in some way, hell like swallowing up the earth or something. Like, okay, so in my hometown we have like this big sinkhole. It's called the Devil's Mill. I do love your Florida story. <laughs> And I was thinking, like, after I watched, I was just like, oh, maybe that's why they call it the Devil's Mill Hopper, because, like, the devil, like, swallowed the earth or something. I don't know. I don't know what a mill hopper is exactly. What is a mill hopper? It's like a farming thing, I think. I don't know. Anyway. Devil's Mill Hopper. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. Yeah, that was a good movie. They were all, like... Definitely a lot of like small flaws and inconsistencies. But that was a good movie, yes. Yeah. I like how like most of the movie is like not especially scary and then the last part is like very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes from nice and sweet to terrifying yeah. very quickly. <laughs> but most of it is not nice and sweet. Pretty much just when she gets home from the prom and takes a bath. And it has that nice sweet music. They're lulling you into a false sense of security. And I was like, when is the mom going to come in and, like, kill her? I mean, I think most of the horror is the way people treat her. Yeah. yeah. That's the true horror of the movie. It's like an anti-bully story. I was very convinced that, like, in the scene where the mom was, like, hugging her, I'm like, mom's going to kill her. Mom's going to, like, snap her neck or something. No, she's not. That was, like, what I was convinced. Pretty close. Yeah, and then she stabs her. I know. Oh, that poor girl. She just wanted yeah. a mom that to love really her. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I think we covered it out. Yeah, I think we covered it. On the next episode of Paid in Puke, call the coroners, bitch. We're back in 1996 to discuss Andrew Fleming's singular work, The Craft. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod or join us on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.